Okay. Ready? Yep. So, God of War, Trump, and Biggie. Biggie, give me a more chance. One more chance. Check, 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 check. You didn't know. Okay. Ready? Yes. Here we go. What's up, Brewskis? Oof. Take the glasses off. Oof. Because I don't need them. Wow. Flex. I'm a different man with the glasses off. <laughs> okay. No, I honestly, I feel like I'm not a glasses guy. You really? have, have I've been having to wear them for the past couple of years, past like probably ten years at this point. Yeah. I don't feel. I still don't feel like a glasses guy. Why do you think that is? We're on a couch. I feel like you should get introspective. It's just never been how I saw myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, everybody has their vision of who they are. Are you meaning to do these double entendres right now? Because <laughs> they're layering on top of each other right now. That's what we call a triple, baby. Wow. That's a hat trick entendre. But I just, yeah, I just never, it's just not the, the mental image of myself. Yeah. And it never has been. I get that. I get that. I've always been a glasses guy. Yeah. That's maybe, other than the price... One of the only reasons I'm a little hesitant to get LASIK. Yeah. Because I feel like it changes your entire look, you know? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it really does. What what other, like, accessory could I get to make up for lack of glasses? You could just wear non-prescription glasses from now on. It's rough. <laughs> no. I, I wouldn't honestly suggest that. No. No. It's a terrible thing to do. Ascot, maybe? An ascot? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bandana. Eye patch. Eye patch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would be, you know. Counterintuitive. Counterintuitive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spent a lot of money just to only use to one s- eye. To see, yeah. Yeah. Let's keep brainstorming this. Okay. All right. Let's also get this show going. My name is Marco Dupa, and that guy right there is Adam Obesius Rodriguez. What is up, Brewskis? And that's Frank L- Franklin L. Bowman, who's... Attorney at Paul. Attorney at Paul. Can people... Is he in frame? Let's just make sure. Oh, yeah. He's definitely in frame. <laughs> he's in frame, he's yeah. just sitting there. As are our thighs, which aren't ordinarily in frame. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you guys couldn't tell, if you're just listening, then lucky you. <laughs> or I should say unlucky yeah. you. You're not getting these this full-on just mantastic mm. time. Mm. Ugh, thighs are out, baby. So meaty. But if you are watching, you're obviously going, hmm, they switched to a casting couch. <laughs> you should see what it looks like on the other side. <laughs> uh, a lot of dicks. A lot yeah, of dicks out. Fun. Just a ton. Uh, Adam is moving. I am, and so we're gonna be here for well, the 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 um the. I don't know where you're going with this, man. I can't bail you out. I'm I sorry. wanted to say the studio, but I, I I but I'm the not the 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 scene the setup. Okay. The, yeah. There's a word. 
that I can't remember right now. Uh-huh. I swear I haven't been drinking yet. I've got, I've got nothing for you, man. I'm the sorry. The set. The set. The okay. set. The set. Yeah, yeah. The set is going to be fluid for the next couple of weeks as we figure out how we're going to do this. Hopefully, you know, nothing nothing changes as far as like the sound or the look or whatever. I mean, the look's going to be different, but sure. you know what I'm saying. We'll try to stay as consistent as possible in this flux time, but... Uh, We appreciate you guys sticking around for it. That's right. All right. Tonight's brew is from the Swamp Head Brewery. It's the Sun Showers. And Adam's going to have a little bit more about that after the break. What's on tap? Uh, God of War Ragnarok. We've been talking about it. We've been waiting for it. We've been counting the minutes. And it's finally, finally out. And uh, Adam doesn't have it yet. I finally got a game before Adam did, and Strange I get times. to I get to I got to play it. I've been playing it. Yeah, it's literally the only thing that I've been doing. And so uh, I have I'll have some non spoilery uh, <clears throat> impressions. Please, of God of War Ragnarok. Yeah. Also, uh, we also have uh, <laughs> some news that may involve not only Florida but the entire nation, mm. as former President Donald Trump has announced that he will be running again. Yes. Uh, there's been a lot said about our current governor, DeSantis. and Sanctimonious. Uh, sanctimonious, if you will. Um, so we thought we'd touch on a little political corner for a minute. We've got our hand slapped a couple of times for getting a little bit too political on the show. <laughs> right. um, but I feel like, you know, it's, it's a major topic. We're not going to get too deep on it. Just uh, some surface level stuff. Uh, because it involves us as Floridians and, you know, the general country as a whole. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then uh, a little bit more uh, on the lighter side, depending on what side of this argument you're on, Meta, in its its constant urge and, and, and uh, goal to pull in as many people as possible and try to, you know, make Meta a real thing, sure. is having some like show meta horizons some kind of thing that they're doing we'll look into experience and um diddy and biggie's estate they decided to dig biggie up one more chance (laughs) and they 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 they're gonna they're gonna wheel him out and uh he's gonna be part of this vr experience the uh truest to life version of biggie other than him actually being alive all that and uh, maybe more, maybe not, but we'll get to it. All right, this is episode three seventy three of the One Beer In podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the One Beer In Podcast, the podcast where two brews crack open a brew. See where that one brew takes us. As I said, Marco Dupa, Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Yeah, buddy. Um, before we go any further, you want to talk a little bit more about what we're drinking tonight? I would love to. All right. 
Uh, we have the Swamphead Brewery Session Sour Ale brewed with papaya and pineapple. It comes in at a 4.5% ABV. And we don't have a cold read, but I was able to look up a description on their official Facebook page, and it goes as follows. Introducing the newest member of our seasonal lineup, Sun Showers. Sun Showers is a beer we've been developing over the course of 2021. Uh, some of you may have noticed a few batches with varying fruits pop up in the tasting room over the past few months, and we can't wait to share it with the entire state of Florida. Sun Showers is a session sour ale made with 100% real pineapple and papaya. We wanted our fall seasonal release to be something that you all could enjoy during some of our favorite Floridian fall activities, tailgates, days out on the water, and gatherings with friends and families. Tropical fruit sweetness bounces out a sour base, and a lighter ABV makes this a totally refreshing and extremely crushable ale that you'll want to take everywhere. Sun showers will be available in six packs starting today at the brewery, and keep an eye out for it as it makes its way statewide distribution for a limited time. And this was in August of 2021, so it is now statewide. Right on. Yeah. Well, there you go. I like a, a session sour, I think, is a good idea. Yeah. I think it makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. You know, light, refreshing, kind of <clears throat> juicy, you know? Mm -hmm. It's nice. It's kinda nice. Juicy. All right. Let's get ripping and rolling. Uh, God of War. God of War Ragnarok, buddy. Yeah. Listen, I'll, t I'll just say this. I'll keep it I'll keep it short and sweet. I'll keep it light and fun. Okay. Like a session, if you like will. Like a session. <clears throat> it uh right now right now it's it's just the a be beautiful continuation of the uh, of four of God mm. of, of God of War the reboot soft reboot right uh -huh. it's it's looks amazing um combat system feels good mm -hmm. like you know you're switching in between weapons and stuff and like you keep these like real nice fluid uh combos going yeah voice acting is great story so far is awesome I mean I've just got just high marks across the board so far. I will say, I'm curious because it's been pretty universally, it's been pretty universally praised as mm -hmm. you just did. Mm -hmm. What's something that you think hasn't hit the mark so far? I mean, I, I hate to, I hate to just like follow the crowd on this one, but the thing with your companions. Um, talking too much, uh -huh. def it, it it is extremely noticeable. Yeah, infamously, anytime you're on fire, it tells you you're on fire. Yeah. Well, what's really funny about that is even they understand how dumb it is for them to say that because mm -hmm. there's times where like Artreus has told me I'm on fire, but then he'll go, "But I'm sure you already knew that," and it's like, "Yeah, I did know that." <laughs> Please stop. So why are you saying it? Yeah. It's more the puzzles, though. Mm. That's the problem. Um. The part of the beauty of of God of War is 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 you know just the creative puzzles in within the sphere of the game. You don't have to like you know it's not Uncharted. You're not like trying to solve um, riddles and shit. You're just sure. you're just trying. Well, they're like physical riddles. You're trying to like um, traverse different areas, and you need to figure out how to do it. 
Yeah. And the way that they do it is like, you know, you've got to, for instance, you've got to freeze this water canal here so that the water is blocked off and it drops into another spot that opens this thing that opens that door that so on and so forth. Typical video game stuff. Right. And for some reason, I guess because people were babies about it last game, but your companions, I mean, within seconds of you encountering a puzzle, (laughs) they're like, you should probably knock that thing over. And it's like, Jesus Christ, man. Did you man. see that up there? Yeah, dude. It's, Idiot. I, I, when I was reading about people complaining about it, I thought, it can't be that bad. Mm-hmm. It is that bad. It's yeah. so noticeable that me, someone who usually just plays the game as is, doesn't really mess around with a lot of stuff, I was looking in the menu screen of like, how do I turn this tutorial? Yeah. How do I turn them off? And you can't. can't turn them off. Yeah. Yeah. All you can do is like, extend the timer between when they say something they Mm. will say it and that they're just gonna say it yeah and you just have to deal with it and it it's kind of a bummer because it's like then don't even put the puzzles in the game if they're just gonna tell me how to solve them well the good thing is that was an issue with uh forbidden west horizon forbidden west yeah and they were able to patch it so it's not as bad so, I think that's what they're going to do with this because yeah. they have heard people complaining sure. about it. it's all over Reddit, it's all over Twitter. Yeah. So they yeah. uh, they they definitely know that it's a problem. Yeah, it's a, it's it's an issue. Um, anything that hasn't hit the mark other than that. Uh, well, you know the the thing is here. Here's an interesting thing. It's like it's it's a it's a direct sequel to the last game, right? Mm-hmm. And so. In the first game, you're introduced to Artreus, and you you need to set the stakes. It's for Atreus, right? Atreus. What am I saying? Artreus. Artreus. Atreus. Yeah. He is Atreus. an archer, so. Yeah. Artreus, yeah. Is that, I mean, is that the point? No. <laughs> it's absolutely Arch, not. Artreus? Artreus. Atreus. Yeah. Boy. You are introduced to him, and the emotional stakes need to be set this father-son relationship thing is uh i guess there was more this is me nitpicking by the way this is there was more emotional beats in the first game because you're you're literally watching these two like connect with each other Mm -hmm. and you're you're watching kratos the god of war actually show like vulnerability and like he's trying to he like you know you're watching the 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 cracks in the armor fracture in real time and in this one the emotional beats are different but they're they're just not really i guess as emotional because you already have gotten to know these guys and you're really just watching this relationship kind of blossom Mm -hmm. but they more i guess kind of know each other a little bit more so it's like the stakes aren't as high yeah um but again, that's a nitpick. Sure. I don't want. Sure, I don't sure, want sure. that. That's not like I'm just trying to think of like it's like when you're when you're giving a job performance, and you're like, well, you you, you got to give them something done better. Yeah, and it's like, I mean, right now I'm just I'm loving every minute. I don't know yeah. what they could do, what they could do differently. Other than that companionship, that shit is fucking sure, annoying. Sure. That shit really is annoying. I mean, if if those are the only pseudo complaints, I mean, it sounds like you would recommend it. I would highly highly recommend Ragnarok so far. And I did see that there is. If for some reason you missed the first game, or, you know, the first new uh, requel, I guess mm, you'd call it. Requel. Um, 
there is a, a recap, right? Oh, that recap's dog shit. Okay. Yeah. All right. I didn't Good to know. <laughs> I was uh I just watched it out of curiosity cuz I I I just beat God of War. Well, yeah. didn't just I beat it last year, but sure. I, it's fresh in my mind. Sure, sure. But I just watched it out of curiosity and it's terrible. Yeah. It's just like it I mean, they give you like flashes of the shit that you're supposed to know, but no, it's it's not good. If you haven't played God forbid you haven't played. If you have a PS5, you honestly have no excuse. Sure. It's on your it's on your PlayStation. It's, it's part sitting of the catalog, there. yeah. Yeah, so just just turn it on and play it. Yeah. It's definitely worth the time. But if you're one of these people who's like, "Nah, I just want to play the new the the new hotness." Yeah. I would I would suggest going to YouTube and watching a recap video. Do not do not watch that recap on Ragnarok and thinking that's enough. Okay. You will be dazed and confused. Good. So, Good to know. Um, otherwise, yeah, highly recommended. Definitely play it. I'm trying to trying to get through it. Trying to trying to. Well, I hear it's very long. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm I'm. Hey, I am like, will you relax? Cut it out. I am uh, like maybe ten to fifteen hours into it. Okay. And if if uh, if there's a lot more to go, um, I mean, I, it feels like there's yeah. we're we're just scratching the surface. Well, there's there's a lot of apparently um, side quests and stuff that you can do. Yeah. Um, that apparently, and this isn't a spoiler, but you can do after you roll credits. So if you miss stuff, don't worry, you can go back. Okay. Yeah, that's good because there's some stuff where I'm like. I'm not interested in this. <laughs> I, no, I I do hear though that the uh, the side quests are actually pretty good. Yeah. So, uh, just so far, they're like there's some stuff with with Atreus, for instance, where I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't care about you. I don't want to do this. <laughs> I'm just just not interested in this. Yeah. So, but uh, you got to play it so we can we can guy kind of go into more detail about it. I've asked for it for my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, if you're waiting for that, we'll see how that goes. All right. We'll pick this up next month. Okay. Good. <laughs> Good. Yeah. All right. It's time for the political circle. Squared circle. Squared. News corner. The, <laughs> the bruise news. The bottom of the barrel. <laughs> the uh, bruise. Read the news. Politibrews. Politibrews. We're workshopping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Politibrews. Politibrews works. Politibrews. Yeah. yeah. Politibrews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Broadcast thing yeah. there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Will you please relax? Okay. This guy's making me nervous. He's well, he's nervous. That's he. He only does this really when uh. Come here, you fuck boy. He only does this. When, like, there's a lot of commotion. Yeah. Well, he is Bat Squatch, famously. Bat Squatch. So. Uh, I guess he's just as like be on camera. I know. Look. That's you. <laughs> All right. Politibrews. Seriously? <laughs> Please don't talk about politics. <laughs> Everyone hates it. <laughs> Believe me, we hate it, too. Yeah. But we just have to sometimes. Okay? Sometimes, I mean, what are you gonna do? Yeah, you know, it's just like it's one of those things. We had it was the midterms, and uh, you know, I I went out there and voted reluctantly. Oh yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. 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 We took part in this system. Yep. 
even though more and more it feels like <laughs> it doesn't matter especially in this state the West, you know? yeah oh big especially big time in this state yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so funny that Florida used to be considered a swing state. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, swing what? Red to redder? <laughs> yeah, pink to red, yeah. Hey, there ain't yeah. no fucking swing in this state no, no more, man. There ain't absolutely been, not. No. They no, ain't no, been no. swinging this state since probably Obama. If you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, think what you will about the man, but DeSantis absolutely killed it. Crushed. Yeah. Crushed. Yep. He runs this fucking state. It sure does. Literally and figuratively. <laughs> yeah. He runs this joint. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was that was a foregone conclusion to the yeah. point where I was like, what, what's we the all, point? We all here? knew that, though, right? Yeah. So. I don't think that that was, I don't think there was any um, confusion no. or discussion it was on just, that one. It was just confirmation it was a of formality. How, that's all yeah. it was. It was confirmation of how how strong a grip he has on Florida. Yeah. Um, which leads us to, you know, the, the topic at hand. Mm. Uh, aspirations for the presidential race uh, and also a little bit of contention with our boy trumpy uh, yeah that's right so trumpy dumpty had a fall <laughs> they made such a big deal about that because they were yeah. like you know newsweek is it it's not newsweek it's the new york post is it the post i can't remember who put who made yeah. who did that cover but it's somebody who apparently was in trump's back pocket and now they're like Phew. yeah uh rupert murdoch rupert right? murdoch yeah, yeah. Yeah, but which apparently he flip flopped on now, and is and and apparently now even like Fox News is giving somewhat favorable headlines to Trump, saying like, you know, he uh, giving a bit more excitement about him running again, mm. even though there's still some contention there. Because yeah. even even with that, even with a little bit of you know a little sprinkle of of. Uh, Trump biscuits that they they, they give him <laughs> in the corner, biscuits. you know they're also very favorable to DeSantis. Yeah, saying like, you know, I mean they they gotta hitch their wagon to a winner, and I think right now they're they're hedging their bets. Well, that's kind of why I wanted to talk about was as as two guys who generally lean left, who don't really have a dog in this fight necessarily, except for him. Um, what 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 are your thoughts on the two of them going at it? Like, where do you think this is going, and who do you think is the stronger bet at this point? My my thing is for the Republican Party, obviously. Yeah, I think uh, just just from a casual standpoint, just 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 a casual onlooking standpoint yeah. of right wing politics. I just don't see, especially with what happened in the midterms. Yeah. I think they said Trump endorsed somewhere in the hundreds of candidates. Yeah. And I mean, he had a, he had a success rate of like, I don't know, 10%, 5%. I think only like three or four of his candidates won. Yeah. But he said himself, you can't blame him for that. Yeah. 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 If they won, then he should deserve all the credit. Exactly. But if they lost, which they did, He's like, you can't, you can't blame me. True. I deserve all the credit. <laughs> <laughs> but you know when they lose. Have you seen, um, I guess we can talk about it if we talk about SNL. Well, the guy that they got to do Trump on SNL now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. James Austin Johnson. Uh-huh. Yeah, he was, uh, he was big on Twitter and yes, stuff. Yes, I started following him on Twitter because yeah. he, he, would, he would just be walking with his phone and doing <laughs> the impression. Yeah. And the thing that really got me was when he 
he would do like the like the sniff the <sighs> and i was like man this guy great. he's he's a really his his impression is is probably the best that it's, it's definitely the best that they've done Bye-ow. nice the best that they've done on snl yeah i mean alec baldwin's impression was fun mm-hmm. and it's a good impression but it's just like it's made better because it's Alec Baldwin sure. and he's this huge star yeah. and he's the one doing the impression. Yeah. So he's not an impressionist per se. He's yeah. just had a knack for doing Trump. Didn't shoot anybody yet. Not yet. Yeah. They're back to doing that movie and nobody's died. Rough. Uh, yet again. Who's going to see it? Who's going to go? Yeah, right. Who's going to go see Rust? Yeah, I don't know why they're continuing that. Well, I mean, honestly, people will go see it just because of the... the I think they'll go see it because of the story. I think they'll go see it because they're like... Oh, this is the movie where he killed somebody. That's and they'll go cool. like looking for the frame in which yeah. he killed someone. Right. Like is it like it's probably going to be a scene where he's pointing directly at the camera and you're like, "Oh, you know, that was the murder they've scene." They've got to cut that though, right? They've got to cut that scene. I'm sure they do. Yeah. Like when uh Brandon Lee died yeah. on uh, during the crow, mm-hmm. they they cut that scene. All right. See, you know what? I love you so much, but <laughs> you got to go. Yeah, you're making it a thing, you know? There you go. See? You're Perfect. Um, so, his his James Austin Johnson's impression is yeah, incredible. Fantastic. But to back to Trump, it's it's the gravel that I can't do. Because it's like, it, it's, it's hard to balance. It, it, like, it comes from like in his chest. Yeah. Yeah. It's like old, old New York. Mm-hmm. But then he's such a. Such a character. Mm. You got to do both. And it's yeah. hard to maintain both. And it's nasally too. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you got to do, he's got this weird cadence. Mm-hmm. This knowing, you know, mm-hmm. I I know that you know that mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. It's hard impression. Yeah. Like a lot of people do it. It's goofy. Yeah. And it's like, it's it's easy to do a surface level one. Sure. Where if I, if I bust that out at a party, people go, ah, Trump. Trump, yeah. But it's hard to do like a good one. Yeah. You ever hear uh, Jamie Foxx's impression? Yeah. Oh, incredible. <laughs> this is crazy yeah. good. It's crazy. Jamie Foxx is just a fake great news Im- impressionist. Yeah. He yeah. does a lot of people really well. He does. He does. His his are good. His are good. Um. So yeah, my thoughts <laughs> from a casual <laughs> political. Uh, Don't beat around the bush. Come yeah, on. Yeah. 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 So, um, I just I think. I think barring anything crazy happening, like Trump is saying, like, I've got all kinds of crazy shit on DeSantis that I might yeah. start leaking. Uh, barring any of that actually being anything of substance or sure. note, I think DeSantis has just got this in the bag. I think with everything that's happened in the past four years, with the insurrection, with um, this this bloodbath that... Trump took in the midterms yeah. with more and more people disavowing him, the whole stolen election thing mm-hmm. now becoming this fringy more QAnon and, kinda more, and more fringe. Yeah. The the January sixth stuff, like all of that is now being pushed right. further. Because and further it, oh, these the people edge. who are who may have even participated yeah. are They've been able to get out scot-free, right? Right. And so now they're, like, distancing themselves from it. Yeah. So if you're somebody like Ted Cruz or or Lindsey Graham or anybody, like, the fact that you can get out from under that 
and continue your political career, yeah. you're like, well, I'm, I don't want to, I don't want to go back to that. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to be associated with that shit again. Sure. So they're all distancing themselves. Even Fox has distanced themselves mm-hmm. from Trump. I think yeah. he's, and I was just reading an article while we were like kind of looking this up a little bit. I mean, he's losing donors by the day. As soon as yeah. he announced his presidency, they're all like, nah, not, nah, not I'm, anymore. And uh, yeah, I mean, we got, a, and, we got a new golden boy. And his first, you know, he's out there and he does. <laughs> he told uh, I read some I read something where apparently his representatives told news stations he's going to go for a clean 30 minutes. Mm. So they're like, all right, we'll carry his we'll carry his uh, announcement live. It goes for like 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And they all cut. They had to cut. Yeah. yeah. Which cut is not a good look. It's not a good look to to like it. It. it he he shoots himself in the foot with when, when he does shit like this well, because they, now it looks yeah. like uh, he's not important enough to exactly. to continue to watch. It shows that they don't care as much anymore, right? And I mean, even quote unquote liberal media outlets have been covering him less and less. The liberal news. I think they've they've learned now that the more attention they give him, the more powerful he becomes. So, <laughs> it's like this. <laughs> yeah, more attention, exactly. more eyes. It's like Nightmare on Elm Street, you know. Like, yeah, if you don't believe in him, he's less powerful. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's just—is that a metaphor for life? The less you believe in someone, the less powerful they are. Kinda, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think I think yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Life is just Freddy Krueger, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Perception is reality. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, no, I, I agree 100%. I think it's, I think the writing's on the wall. And I think, unfortunately for the right, they, they've they built this monster. Mm-hmm. And it's been discussed before that they have lost the control of that monster. Yeah. And so... You know, unless somebody is able to get through to him, I can only see him sinking or trying to at least sink any aspirations that DeSantis has of taking it yeah. and it just splitting the vote. Because a lot of people are now <clears throat> saying that, you know, he's going, uh, Trump, I mean, is going to run as an independent. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just because he's he's become somewhat of a persona non grata. Um Oops. Which would only help the left. Yeah. So a lot of people, I mean, obviously it's way too early to, to tell, but a lot of people are saying this may be the end of this like modern conservative push and the pendulum's going to swing back uh, for the left. Yeah. But, well, at least for the next, this next election cycle, yeah. because... The midterms were supposed to be this red wave. They were supposed tsunami. to take the Senate. Yeah, red tsunami. They were supposed to take the Senate and the House. Right. We, we, I'm not really a Democrat anymore, but the Democrats. Um, the demon rats. <laughs> they held control of the Senate by like two two seats. And uh, they lost the House. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it. In the grand scheme of things, it doesn't really matter because right. because of the way that the political system works. Look it up. Yeah. But the long and short of it is it was supposed to – the pendulum was supposed to swing back. Mm-hmm. And if the 
Republicans took control of the Senate and the House, it was kind of going to be a foregone conclusion that the presidency was going to switch again. Sure. Now we're at a point where they barely took the House. Right. And we controlled the Senate. We, you and I. Us. The One Beer and Podcast. The One Beer and Podcast. <laughs> yeah. And so, and then like you said, if if it comes down to Trump versus DeSantis for the Republican nominee, and DeSantis wins, you think Trump is just going to be like, all right, he beat me fair and right. square. I'm now backing DeSantis. <laughs> Do you think he would ever concede to anything? Fuck no. No. Not in a million years. No. He would definitely just start his own thing yeah. and probably take enough votes that, like you said, he'd split the... He'd, and uh, and then yeah, I mean there are still Trump loyalists. Yeah, and I I think there are people who will never not be Trump loyalists. They've committed themselves too deep to to stop now. You know. Yeah. So yeah, I mean I it, again, it's too early to tell, but I can very easily see this being a net negative for the conservatives. In general. Yeah, you you know that they're going to try to convince him to either not run or. They're gonna want him to concede very quickly, yeah. And uh, I don't know. It's it's people like him and like Biden. Like their their days are they, they you know a little long in the tooth. You know what I'm saying? It's not like a little. <laughs> We're electing eighty year olds, right? It's ridiculous. So it's it's not as if Trump loses again. Does he wait another four years to try to run again? No. He'd be yeah. He'd no be way. in his mid eighties. No way. No way. I mean, he would try. I don't think he wouldn't try, but yeah, I mean, it would probably it would get to a point where it's kind of kind of like a uh, old Bernie. Yeah, well, it's sorry, Burn, but sorry. he he's at a point now where it's like he's just gonna keep running. It's and, over. Yeah, and it's over. Yeah, um, yeah, no, and I think that's another thing in uh, DeSantis' pocket too is that he's a younger guy. Yeah, you know, so you look at him speaking versus even Trump, and it's like, all right, one's looking more like the Crypt Keeper. No right. offense. But, right, you know, yeah. Trump, Trump's all. I mean, he's sweaty and his like skin is hanging off he's of him. That and he jowl just, moving. Yeah, he just doesn't look good. He looks unhealthy. And and that's kind of that would be my concern with uh, Biden running again is that he is like unbearably old, and it's so clear. Yeah, in in everything he does, every appearance he has, any speech he has, things like that, like. Though I think DeSantis is not a great speaker, he looks better. Yeah. At this point of his life, you yeah. know? And but having someone younger and more vibrant, I the, think, does a lot. But if, if if Biden doesn't run, then he leaves it back up to this field of Democrats to try to get try to get reelected. And it's like Oof. I don't think Trump would split the vote enough no. that DeSantis wouldn't beat any number of no, those no, no, Democrats no. right now. Biden's a safe bet and they're going to stick with him. Yeah. I guarantee it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, unless some hero comes out from under the woodwork and it's not happening. No. It's not happening. That's the thing. Like there's even, not enough belief in any of these guys or girls yet. They haven't done any they haven't made a political splash yet. They haven't yeah. done anything like Beto, Beto. 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 Yeah. He keeps getting beat. Yeah. If he beat Ted Cruz, then I could then I would be like, this guy, this is the guy. Sure. Young, vibrant, good looking, yeah. can speak. Right. 
feel like you can kind of relate to him a little bit more just because he's like almost within your generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seems more of an everyman, you know. Yeah, he speaks rolls our language. sleeves up. Yeah. Yeah. But he can't curses beat, sometimes. Curses. Wow. Curses sometimes. But he can't beat Ted Cruz. No. And, and it's just like, if you can't beat Ted Cruz, can't you're not beat beating Ted Cruz. And that's what I'm saying, I man. I can beat Ted Cruz. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. If you can't beat Ted Cruz, you're definitely not beating DeSantis or Trump. Yeah. It ain't happening. Yeah. And I mean, you can you can place blame in a lot of places for that. But I think it falls down to, you know, brass tacks, which is he couldn't beat him. Who's who's the other guy? Um, the other young guy, the other young Democrat. Uh, I think he was a mayor. Gay guy. Oh, uh, uh, uh. Uh, you're making me forget. Uh, you're making me forget. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'll look them up. Don't worry. Prominent Democrats. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, there's an easier way to get there. Yeah, there is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I got it on the first try. Oh, <laughs> uh, Pete Buttigieg. Pete Buttigieg. That's right. I like him. Yeah, me too. I mean, I don't know much about his policies, but he seems like a, a pretty coherent man. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, so. I've, seen, I've seen a couple of appearances from him, and I, you know, I like some of the stuff that I've heard. So, yeah. But again, he's he's another one where it's like, yeah, it's it's nice. Sure. It's very uh, beautiful, romantic view of these politicians. Mm-hmm. Cory Booker being another one. Sure. Uh, obviously, uh, Kamala. Mm-hmm. Kamala. Kamala. Kamala Harris. <laughs> I know how to say her name. I'm just not going to say it right. <sighs> That's how I picture him now. It's not, no longer the cokehead sniff. It's what? He's just... No, and <sighs> not to derail you, but... If you saw his speech, like everyone noticed, he was so he wasn't even doing those like it was very he was just burnt out like it was very distinctly low energy. Yeah, I w- sometimes he just sometimes somebody needs to just like put a speech in front of the guy and just yeah. like please just read this. Cuz there's there's a part in there's there's a one moment at his rally where he's just like we're going to kill the drug dealers. <laughs> yes. He, he says he wants the death penalty for drug dealers sure. and it's like, "Hey man, who is asking for that? Even Republicans aren't asking for the death penalty for drug dealers. Even the farthest right wing Guys, not even hey. the altist alt right is not asking for drug dealers to be sentenced to death. <laughs> Tell that to the Philippines, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> they will murder you for some weed. Yeah, well, this is America. Mm-hmm. Don't catch you slipping up. I heard that song once <laughs> or twice. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, so yeah, I mean, he's he's he's. It's hard to picture how he can swing back to some kind of like before like when he ran before not when he lost to biden but when he won yeah 2016 2016 was when he was i mean he 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 made such a political splash right it was like everything that he was saying people were like yeah this fucking guy gets it this is you know i know he's kind of rough around the edges i get it you know he's gonna say some things yeah but it's like i I want a guy who's gonna go there america first Chappelle said he's he said it in his uh monologue 
on SNL. He's like, you he's know, a, what, what was it? He's a he's a true liar or something. Like yeah, that? He's yeah, a, an honest liar, an honest liar. Yeah, he said, he said, uh, it's, it's the rigged. system's broken. Yeah, and they're like, how do you know it's broken? And he's like, because I use it. Right, and everyone was like, oh shit, whoa, whoa, whoa and that's whoa. I mean, it's such a poignant point to make. And then he went right back in and used it. Yeah. And won. And people just watched him do it. And they're yeah. like, well, I mean, and I mean, you hear like some people when you talk to them, they're like, instead of addressing the idea of like tax breaks and things like that, when, when it comes to Trump, they're like, well, they got to change the whole system. Yeah. If they're not going to change the system, then why wouldn't he use those tax breaks? And it's because the reason people do that is because they would use those tax breaks. Sure. Most people would. Yeah. I mean, you talk to anybody who has even enough money to uh, try to use any kind of tax loophole. Yeah. And if a, if a tax guy told you, like, <laughs> you know, if you just put your money in this bank account, you won't have to pay any taxes on it. It's a little, it's a little gray area. Yeah. I think it's an accountant, Mark. <clears throat> what did I say? A tax guy. Tax guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, tax analyst, crypto guy. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> They're doing great right now. <laughs> finance guy. Go to Walmart. Yeah. Talk to talk to one of these finance peoples. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, a broker. A broker, yes. <laughs> Any of those guys. A shadow broker. But you know what I'm saying. Yes. He he spoke for people who who I mean any 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 honest working man who who made enough money to even take advantage of those things they definitely would. Well, and it's very uh, again as you know as Chappelle said like it is very honest and it is something that because Trump is somebody that. I think a lot of America would aspire to be someday as this, you know, multimillionaire slash billionaire, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, successful magnate. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Trump saying it, uh, of course, I don't pay taxes. Only idiots pay taxes, you know, like, right. That is so relatable because it's like, yeah, I would love not to pay taxes, you yeah. know? And if, if you, are going to help me pay fewer taxes because you actually, you know, are going to throw me a bone if I vote for you. Sure. Yeah. Here's my vote. Yeah. Take it. Yeah. And why not? Yeah. And why not? Uh, but now you fast forward to 2022 and that the shine is gone. Right. First of all, even if you are the biggest Trump supporter, like if you're looking at the political landscape, you have to go, yeah, okay. Okay. I'm just like playing devil's advocate. Let's just, uh, you know, he got the shaft. The election was stolen. Sure. Okay. Um, even when you look back on his four years as a president, like how much did he really do for you mm-hmm. as as a as a Trump supporter? Yeah. As somebody who believed in the things that he was talking about, <clears throat> how much did he really do? Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, and I'm not trying to even make like a, any kind of like political statement. I just would want, I just, it's a rhetorical question. I'm just wondering out loud, like how, I don't see people who are huge Trump supporters touting all of the incredible things that he did. They just want him back because they just, they, they, it's that a, was the guy that they believed it's in. A that was, blanket. Yeah. 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 I, I will say I've heard Trump supporters say that, you know, the economy was in better shape. Yeah, I've seen the that. the state of the world wasn't as crazy as it is today, but a lot of that, to be fair, is out of America's hands. You know, like well, and some of that was happening in the latter part of his, his presidency, presidency. So right, the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, now, in in today's day, uh, 
you know, everything with uh, Russia, like all these things have had hugely detrimental effects on the world economy, let alone the U.S. economy. So, you know, maybe if you look at his his record for creating jobs or whatnot, you can make an argument. But I mean, I think I agree with you. A, a lot of it is just, <clears throat> no, that's our guy and that's who we want. But there's a new guy. Now. But there's a new guy. A new, younger guy uh-huh. who maybe sticks his foot in his mouth a little less often. Uh-huh. Uh, even though he yells at children about masks. Um, who who now has taken the, uh, the, the mantle very unceremoniously. But he's, he's run on the same ideals that Trump has. Very similar ones at very least. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole thing about, you know, Florida is this beacon of freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, if you can say at your acceptance speech or at a rally, I I run the place where woke goes to die, yeah, and yeah. and get a standing rousing right. ovation for that, you're doing something right. That's for sure. You know, yep. <clears throat> as far as they're concerned, you're doing something right. I yep. mean, that's the kind of that's the kind of support you can't buy, man. Yeah, you got people, th- you know, they're they're in the state like you know. I'm so glad I live in Florida where we don't have to worry about woke politics and fucking it's like, man. All right. Yep. All right. So it's going to be, I think woke is the new communist, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's yeah. just a buzzword that gets the people going. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's, he's, he's a, he's a devious man. He yeah. understands that, as soon as he started doing that shit, people responded. Yeah, of course. He named his he he named that that like his anti woke act. act. Yeah, just took those four letters and was like, "How can we turn this into an acronym?" Yeah, and I was like, "I mean, do we have to, Ron?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Look what happens whenever I bring it up. Right. That and the uh, the law against protesting. Mm-hmm. If anyone causes any kind of violence while you're protesting, you can be arrested yeah, as the, a violent protester. Yeah, that one was a good one for him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so... When you can go out there and do that kind of shit and people are like, this is the guy. Oh, yeah, brother. Dude, he's gonna fucking... He's gonna clean up yeah. in the South. Oh, for sure. He's gonna for fucking sure. crush. And, and middle America, you know. Because... It's just of- gonna, it's gonna be the same thing as when Biden won. It's gonna be the same thing. The South and Middle America, it's gonna be like blood red. Yeah. And then the coastal states will all be blue. Yeah. And then it'll be like those like fringe states. Yeah. The the purple states uh, on the edges. Yeah. And yeah. that's what's gonna turn the tide. We're gonna be watching with bated breath yeah. again. Right. Uh, unless again something crazy happens or like Trump takes a larger percentage than we think, and then you're looking at you know all three of them in there. And Trump's dumb smiling face is popping up in different states where you're like, Trump fucking took Virginia and Trump took uh, Georgia. He's not going to take Florida. He might take Florida. He's not going to take Florida. I don't know, He's man. not going to do it. He's not going to do it. I think there are, <coughs> there's large swaths of Florida that are still Trumpian, but... Trumpian. At the same time, I I, I really think, I mean, from everything I've seen... Yeah, DeSantis, <laughs> DeSantis strangles has too much. DeSantis has Florida. Yeah. Uh, so. These people are gonna be like, "Don't make me choose." Yeah. <laughs> ah, the, the button meme. My yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sweating. My two favorite people in the world. Yeah. So, run to sanctimonious. Sanctimonious. Uh, yeah. I mean, 
we'll certainly be watching because mm-hmm. we won't have any other uh, any any other option other than to watch. But uh, it'll yeah. be interesting. It'll yep. definitely be interesting. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, I for one think that they're gonna they're gonna run with their new show pony. And that's DeSantis. Yeah. Yep. 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 Well, I wonder how much Meta is going to get into the political game, the political sphere, if you will. I mean, they already have. Did you see the notice that there was a memo apparently passed around Facebook, as the arts formerly known as Facebook, saying that they can no longer mark anything with Trump uh as like false they, they they can't put those like redactions underneath they're not redactions but notes that say like the fact checking the thing that that twitter's still doing the yeah bird watch or whatever right <clears throat> they're yeah. not gonna do that that they they are not gonna do that with trump stuff because he's now in the running i don't understand which makes no sense right yeah like, you would want to w- do that more right but apparently there was a memo internally that went around that said we will not be marking up Trump's speeches, uh, political ads, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. I mean, I think the only thing that I can think of as to why you, as to the change in policy Mm. would be if you're going to let every candidate just die on whatever hill they decide sure. they decide to climb up and and they want to be politically neutral and uh they just want to stay out of it completely yeah because they kind of got in trouble before for that yeah okay so, so that makes sort of makes sense for if, a quick excerpt from insider uh from kate duffy 15 hours ago facebook's fact checkers were reportedly told tuesday they'd have to stop fact checking donald trump Excuse me, Donald Trump, if he announced he was running for president in 2024, something he did later that day. CNN reported an internal memo from Meta's News Integrity Partnership to Facebook's third party fact checkers Tuesday saying if former President Trump makes a clear public announcement that he is running for office, he would be considered a politician under our program policies. Um, Facebook says on its website that politicians are exempt from fact-checking, although they lose this protection once they leave office. Interesting. They're exempt from fact-checking? That seems... They would be the only ones who need to be fact-checked. Yeah, that seems very backwards. What kind of... See, and that's why I don't have Facebook. That's one of the reasons (laughs) why I don't have Facebook, man. It's It's a dead website that doesn't need to exist anymore. And the reason that it still does is... What's crazy is they're 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 eliminating the thing that they need to be doing for the base that is still on Facebook. Those people who are still religiously using Facebook need Facebook to be fact checking. Sure, they're the ones who are going to see some chainmail post linked a thousand times over, and when it finally hits their timeline, they're going to take it as fact. They're the people that need to be told what the truth is. Yeah. And they're gonna, and they're just gonna go. I mean, fuck it. Yeah. Let these people just share their gifts and, <laughs> and their lies, their memes from 2012, uncropped memes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just just an absolute shit show. Right. Both. I mean, both 
Twitter and Facebook. Facebook's been a shit show for the past couple years, so. Couple years? Yeah, well, yeah, I guess. It's been a while. That's my perception of time when it comes to this stuff is, I always think like, I mean, it was a couple years ago that that thing happened, and I look it up, and it's like, that happened in 2014. (laughs) I'm like, Jesus Christ, it's 2022. It's going to be 2023. A couple goes up to 15 years. In my head, a couple is almost two decades. Yeah. 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 A couple years ago. It's like 2010. Sure. I am afraid for the people who still use Facebook as some kind of news source. Yeah. And same goes for the people who use Twitter as some kind of news source. Yeah. But at least Twitter has Birdwatch where they add citations to these tweets. Yeah. Elon gets cited every time he tweets something, which is hilarious that his own website is like, mm. hey, boss, <laughs> just want to let you know you use wrong. Please don't fire me. <laughs> yeah. You know. If he could get his hands on whoever's running the team that's at Birdwatch, he would yeah. fucking. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised he hasn't kicked their fucking Gutted. door in and just. Yeah. I mean, it's probably like in the contract that he's not allowed to. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's kind of oversight. Because it seems like it seems like he's he's done already enough that would you would think he would go after Birdwatch. Sure. I mean, the one guy who checked him on Twitter and then he was like. He's fired. You're fired. <laughs> Some fucking rando jumps in. He's like, doesn't seem like the kind of guy you would want on your team. And he's like, you're fired. <laughs> Which is, you know I what? Mean, you're right. So crazy, man, that he like, I mean, you know, you've seen the parody tweets where people are like some random guy with 16 followers. And then the quote is like, I think Elon should take a look at blah, 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 blah. And then the Elon, for some reason, this is interesting. I'm taking a look at this. He's he searches his own name. Yeah. A lot of times these aren't tweets where he's added. Yeah. Yeah. He's just searching Elon and just reading all day. He just sits and reads the tweets that mention him. Well, that may not be for long because I don't know if you saw, but he's planning on stepping down and having somebody else take the reins. Yeah. Which is I mean, it's so funny. It's just like he's he's been there for two weeks and he's looking around like I can't do this. <laughs> well, the vanity to step in thinking you're the guy who knows what to do here <clears throat> and not listening to people. Instead, just going, no, no, no. I know better. Yeah. Let's do it. And then falling flat on your face time and time again. Just over and over and over. It's, <laughs> it, it was uh, it was Sideshow Bob stepping on the rakes. Yeah. Just yeah. over and over, over again. again. As the credits fade. Or it fades to black and then credits and just hear ow and it's just or no he goes and it's just uh and if you don't think if you think that he actually is um humble in any way shape or form there's one tweet where where he he said it himself he's like he's like i'm trying to create internet in space I think I know a little bit more about some engineers who run a website. It's like, yeah. oh, man. I think I know a little this bit more about the internet. He's such a dick. Yeah. The guy who shares memes from 2016 sure. knows a little bit more about the internet. Let that sink in. Let that... <laughs> oh, man. Watching people try to defend that is so... Watch them, like, twist themselves into pretzels. Like, well, it's a it's a meta joke about... It's an anti-joke within a joke. And if he didn't do it... Yeah. Look, man, I liked Elon as much as anybody. <sighs> I just can't defend him anymore. No. Like, 
No, no. It's too much. <clears throat> it's too much. Go home. Stop. Go home. You're done. Yeah. You're done. Give me the ball. You're out. <laughs> You're out. You're out. You're not pitching anymore. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I could, I'll say that I was a, I was tricked into thinking that he was like this, like, you know, benevolent, super genius, yeah, who just like was like, yeah, I want to create electric cars and windmills and, uh, sometimes I'll be cringy on the internet, but it's no big deal. Sure, I'm an older guy, kind of out of touch, not from America, so there's a little bit of a barrier there too where his like sense of humor is a little quirky i was like all right i can deal with that yeah and then even before the twitter thing it's just like more and more he would do things where you're like this guy kind of sucks actually like i don't follow him on twitter and like just like it's not funny cringy kind of mean you know mean spirited yeah i like it i like it i like it can't can't Mm -mm. do it yeah well, something that they can do, apparently, is bring Biggie Smalls back to life. <laughs> Speaking of meta, the uh, the geniuses over there at Facebook slash meta are still trying to make that thing work. Yeah. You have an Oculus? No, PlayStation VR. The PlayStation VR. OG PlayStation <clears throat> VR. And you can't, you can't log into... Meta, right? No, no, you no. need that's an Oculus. Its own, yeah, that's its own thing. Its own platform. That's yeah. its own thing. Which, you know what? Also a flaw mm. in this system. You want every household to use Meta. Make it an app. Yeah. Like, put it on PlayStation. <clears throat> yeah. Why not? Exactly. Yeah. There's. You really think that I'm going to go out and get a $300, $400 piece of hardware just so that I can log into this social media platform? Are you out of your fucking mind? Yeah. Well, the thing is, too, like, to be fair, their VR headsets are, I think, the most accessible and probably, don't quote me on this, but probably the best selling. I'm sure they are. One of the most popular, at very least. I know they got some blowback for having you have to have a Facebook account to log into it. But, um, I mean, they are by far, I think, the most accessible ones, especially because... You know, you can you can get a Meta Quest without having to <coughs> have a console. It just works, you know. So that's yeah. that's pretty groundbreaking for them. So I can see why they wouldn't necessarily need to do that, but specifically for Meta itself as a platform, they probably should. Yeah. No, I think. I don't think probably. I think if you if if Mark Zuckerberg wants this thing to be as successful as Facebook once was, put it everywhere. It yeah, it has to be accessible to like Facebook. People can get. As long as they have a phone that can download apps, they can get Facebook. That yeah. is the reason it's so popular. That's the reason people in third world countries who don't have shoes have a fucking cell phone yeah. that can go on Facebook. Yeah. You think those same people are going to have a fucking Oculus Rift or a MetaQuest or whatever it's called now in their house? Yeah. Just waiting to jump on this this thing that you've created? Like, I mean, how can he, unless there's something in the, in the tea leaves that I'm missing... <clears throat> and hey, I'm not a billionaire, so maybe. N- what yet, do you know? Yet, <laughs> true. Maybe, uh, maybe there's something I'm missing, or maybe there's something on the horizon that's 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 forthcoming. Yeah. But as it stands, I feel like how can he be so short-sighted as to think like this was the move? They're saying he's hemorrhaging money to keep this thing afloat and to continue doing this thing. Yeah. And if he has some kind of 
world-changing view on this that he thinks this is going to be like a, a good thing for society, then more power to a guy who has billions of dollars to lose to actually use that money to create something that he thinks is going to be good for the world. That's good. Yeah. But at the same time, <clears throat> again, sell it to me. Sell it to me, the 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 normie, the right. fucking guy, the angry, <laughs> like you know, spiteful, normal consumer of these things who has everything else. I have a PS Five. Yeah. Say I'm not a billionaire. <laughs> and why can't I should be able to use my PS Five to to get on Meta? Right? Don't isn't that what you want? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not. I don't want. I don't want VR, but. If you want your thing to be as successful as Facebook, or maybe they don't want it to be as successful as Facebook, but then what do they want? <laughs> what does Mark do Zuckerberg want? want from yeah. this thing? You well, know, it, it seemed like they wanted it to be like a almost like a a hub for your entire life. You know, a little bit of everything for everyone. Because you know this this topic that we're talking about right now is is um, a, a virtual concert, yeah, which you can actually experience outside of. <clears throat> Outside of the Quest, outside of VR, even yeah, they're making it available in 2D on Ugh, stinky 2D know, gross, uh, on the official Notorious B.I.G. Facebook page. Yeah, so you know, like it's clearly possible to do these things outside of VR and make it accessible to people without VR headsets. Right? How much they want to do that, I don't know. Yeah, God, I hate it. I hate the idea of like sitting at your computer desk. With those two little things in your hand, like a fucking headset on your face, and <laughs> just logged into this virtual reality world, just to walk up to some like engineer who's like right this way, with without legs, to the biggie con- yeah, just float. Oh god, hello, this just, is my avatar. Just don't, just why didn't they just wait another couple of years, man? Like the jokes write themselves. It looks like shit. Yeah, or why didn't they get a proper like video game studio? Yeah. To make this thing. Yeah. Because there are people out there who could have done something with it. Yeah. I would think. Even even the Steam, um, like, VR playground things. I forgot what the, the big one is. Like, the VR chat that everybody jumps mm-hmm. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even that one, like, people can create their own avatars and stuff. And, like, you see, like, anime characters <laughs> yeah. and fucking, you know, the... Uh, Cat people. Yeah. Even that, like, obviously, you don't want to give people that much access because the then they'll come in making all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. You just let people to their own devices. You're going to get people doing crazy shit. And so, well, you need guardrails, but you also need to make it a platform that is deep enough for people to express themselves and also find something interesting and, and worthwhile to engage <clears> with. <throat> Because otherwise, it's like, why would I waste the time to do this? Yeah. Why would I do this when I could jump on a Skype call? You know? Like, right. Like right now, if everyone, let's say, let's say in a, a perfect world, everyone has a Meta Quest. Mm. They should have called it Oculus Meta. Don't I just? I think there was a lot of brand recognition with Oculus Rift. That yeah. sounds cool. Yeah. Meta Quest sounds stupid. Yeah, sounds softer, right? Yeah, MetaQuest. Meta I don't like it. Oculus Rift sounds like uh, space exploration. That's some Mountain Dew stuff. Yeah, you know? like, fuck yeah. <laughs> That's Baja Blast. Yeah, Oculus Rift. I imagine like a star exploding. Oculus rips, bro. Yeah, 
I imagine Oculus Rift is the name of a spaceship. <laughs> yeah. You know? So, let's say in a perfect world, everyone has a quest. Now what? Mm-hmm. Is, is, is in their world the amount of time that I spend on social media supplanted by the time that I spend in meta? Right. Because do you, like the convenience, obviously, of social media is I can be talking to you and then just, oh, look, there's notifications from Instagram and I can just boop, jump in, respond, jump back out. We can continue our conversation. Right. Is what's the what's the idea with meta that I put aside like three to four hours of my day to just be on this thing? Like, what is the end result? I know that we were supposed to talk about Biggie, but we haven't really talked about <laughs> Meta. And now that you got me going, I'm just really, I can't let, I gotta, I gotta, yeah. I gotta yeah. really What's Rubik's Cube this one, man. What's the purpose? Yeah, because I mean, even with something that's dedicated to solely video gaming, like the PlayStation VR, um, the, the way that you make a game for that is generally not a game that involves you playing for hours on end. Right. It's small bite-sized segments that you can play in, I don't know, maybe half-hour time frames because after that time, your eyes, your head, your hands, if you have to stand up your feet, mm-hmm. get a little fatigued and you, you want a break. Or, you know, even some of the most successful VR games are five minutes a pop, yeah. you know, and then you jump back out and then have somebody else play or take a break and then jump back in. Yeah. You know, like... VR at this point isn't so easy and uh, seamless that people can spend hours on end in it. Mm-hmm. We're not there yet. When it becomes like <clears throat> a pair of sunglasses you put on with earbuds, maybe a different story. But where right. it's at right now, even with the Quest, you know, the Quest 2 is super seamless. You, it's just the headset and the, the hand controls, and that's it. You don't need a console. You don't need a, a PC. <clears throat> you just put it on, and you're able to play. Incredible. It's, it's great. Yeah. Um, but even that alone is like, you know, it, it, it takes you out of your environment. It makes it really awkward when other people are around, uh, unless that's like your activity for the night. Yeah. And just pass around the, the quest. But Yeah. Can you imagine being in the living room, and you like got the headset on, <laughs> and they're like, what's what's Brian doing? And it's like, oh, no, he's, he's just uh, yeah. he's on meta right now. He's like this. <laughs> yeah, hey, that's what would happen too <laughs> i know i didn't think anything was in there uh yeah 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 it's um i don't know there's there's a lot in the way of vr becoming this ubiquitous thing yeah um could it get there yeah it could i mean we, we saw we were alive for the jump for what vr was in like the 90s <sighs> yeah Compared to where it became today, which is a monumental jump. Yeah. Um, so give it another 20 years and maybe we'll get there. Where it is right now is not there, though. Right. And They're I really... Think, yeah, I think yeah. Meta is counting their eggs before they hatch. Yeah, there really is no telling where it could get to. It's just uh, right now it just feels like what, what, do, what do they want in the short term? Yeah. In the long term, anything's possible. Mm. But in the short term, what are, what are people supposed to be doing? And that's what I'm still confused about. Yeah. Even after we've t- 
talked about this. I'm still at a loss of like, if 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 Mark Zuckerberg walked in here today, handed us both quests, what do we do with them after like 10, 15 minutes? I'm not going to sit here for an hour just walking around Meta. No. Because even when, you know, we, we got to play around with, with VR headsets, like when you got one and when <clears throat> anytime that I've ever been able to just use one, it's like it's a fun experience. It's a fun, cute little thing to do for like 10, 15 minutes yeah. or like pass it around to everybody and sure. we all like give a turn and like play games and stuff on there. But like after a while, it's just like, all right, it's my head hurts. I feel it's weird. My stomach kind of hurts. I'm yeah. like, like I, yeah. They're, they're not they're still not really built for people who wear glasses like this kind of a weird fit when you put them on with your glasses I do appreciate that oculus had that dial that yeah you, could, you know if, if you do have prescription glasses you could adjust it to your eyesight essentially yeah, that's nice that was good yeah. and, and the PSVR has enough space generally that you can wear glasses while you're in it yeah um, not too cumbersome no no it's fine it's fine yeah. you, the only problem is you get a little foggy I will say that yeah Especially when you're playing Beat Saber. It's just a lot of, a lot of breathing and sweating. sweating. Just... <sighs> yeah. Yeah. No more dubstep, please. <laughs> well, I guess there's a lot on the horizon. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, just, okay, as far as the biggie thing is concerned, please just let it go. <laughs> Let's just let the guy die and be yeah, dead. I, and I, I will say, though, I, I do appreciate that they went to, and I'm sure they, they had to, uh, Biggie's estate, and apparently it has his mom's approval. No, that there, that's that makes it even worse, in my opinion. It's nice that they didn't just steal his corpse, right? But, but all I'm saying is, I'm glad that like they're getting money, you know? Yeah, like that's that's, and I have a I have a quote from Variety here from Valetta Wallace saying, "Having the ability to create a variance of new opportunity to showcase my son Christopher's music through the advancement of technology is hard for me to grasp at times." However, I found so much excitement in the process of developing his avatar, understanding the value added to, for fans, excuse me, to experience him in ways unattainable until now. Thank you to all who have contributed to bringing this project to fruition. So it's like, you can tell that it, it just feels like she's doing it kind of begrudgingly, not really knowing what's going on. Yeah, she seems like a mom who doesn't. She's an older woman. She doesn't really under understand what's happening. And yeah, some like engineers approached her or approached Diddy, who approached right. her, right, and was like, "We have this cool idea. Check this out." And they showed probably probably showed her like a mock up of it, and mm. and they were and she probably was hesitant. And then when they showed her the check, she was probably like, "You know what? Let's." Because here's my thing, and and I don't mean to I don't mean to disrespect Valletta. Well, I don't mean that she's like this money hungry person. I sure. just mean that like the only value from something like this is in the check. Because sure. who of Biggie's fans is like, man, I just wish that I could log into Meta and see him in virtual reality. Right. The thing with Pac was cool because it was at Coachella mm-hmm. and it was a surprise and it looked really good. But at the end of the day, it was like, I'm not gonna spend money to watch no. a, a hologram go on tour no you know i'm not gonna spend money to watch this if biggie showed up at like Lollapalooza or something i'd be like all right that's a fun idea i guess right. that's a nice tribute to the man and what have you but like i'm not gonna spend money to go see a hologram tour no. if like and and as a i just listened to life after death the other day all the way through i love biggie i yeah. love 
Biggie. I, I just it, it's gross. It's yeah, gross. it's really gross. Yeah, it feels icky. Uh, the only the only silver lining in this is that the money's going to the uh, the, the, the estate. The, the Biggie's estate. estate. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Biggie's estate. So yes, that's, that's good. That's good. I'm glad he's his family's getting money for this. Yeah. Well, and the thing that the when I think about that is like Biggie's life was cut so short that he is not here to provide for his family. And so if this is a way for them to be able to, because there's only so many times you can reissue two albums, you know? So if I get that, there weren't many like B sides and, and unreleased material. Right. And the stuff that was, has been done to death. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you can't even use some of the cutting room floor stuff because they've used it all. Right. So, I mean, the well has run dry as far mm-hmm. as music is concerned. And so I get that, like, it's the best that you can do with somebody who's famous, an artist, and somebody whose facade is enough of a selling point. So I get that. I'm not discounting her on that one. Because like you said, like, it's good that it's going to her. It's just, it sucks. You know? So. And, like, far be it for me to be like, don't do that. Because it's her choice. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's totally It's her true. son. Totally, it's her family. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's like, don't do it. <laughs> yeah. If if a Biggie fan's opinion means anything, stop this. Yeah. Please stop doing these things. Or, you know, get that check, mama. Or get that check, mama. You know? Yeah. All right. Anything else? Nah. All right. Well, then, before we get out of here, we got to do our cheers of the week. I need another beer. I think so. I think I have. I got more in mine. All right. I have a feeling that our cheers is going to be the same. Probably. So let's just double clink it up. Okay. Cheers of the week. Goes to Kevin Conroy. No? Oh, man. I misread it then. What's your cheers of the week? He deserves it more than mine. (laughs) Are we going to do yours next week? No. What was yours going to be? King's Disease Three. <laughs> oh, actually, okay, that's 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 okay. Let's. They don't work together, but <laughs> I know, I know, I know. No, I, I, I did, I did initially want to do at least a nod to Kevin Conroy. Yeah. Um, but King's Disease Three is just really good. So. so let's do this. The cheers goes to Kevin Conroy. Yes. And then an acknowledgement of King's Disease after the fact. Sure. Of just like a. Must listen to. Yeah. Because I agree, by the way. So, let's do King's Disease first. Okay. And then we'll end with Kevin. Perfect. Um, Yeah, I know we were talking, I think off mic, about King's Disease in general. <clears throat> and um, sort of how surprisingly uh, rejuvenating it's been for Nas. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> this, like, sort of late era run for him has been something that we don't get very often with with rappers in general yeah um and with someone as mind you as a Nas fan myself as spotted of a career he's had Mm -hmm. it's just so cool that he's had I would say three of some of his best records in this part of his career I'd go so far as to say four i Remember, I put Magic up there. Oh, you're right. I yeah. think Magic is 
just as good yeah. as King's Disease 1 and 2. But because I've okay, so I listened to King's Disease 3 when like when right when it dropped and then went back and re-listened to the first two. Yeah. And I found it is such a cohesive art like work of art that <clears throat> is really interesting as a package itself you yeah know? like together it has uh similar motifs uh uh you know obviously similar instrumentation um given the uh the the production work handled and by one man hit boy hit boy right <clears throat> and um I just find it such an interesting, an interesting project from an artist who you think you've heard it all from, mm. and it being this sort of, what I interpret to be sort of a, an observation of aging, uh, resting on your laurels and surpassing what the limitations that you think aging would give you. Mm. Not to reproduce what you did in the past necessarily, but to reflect on it and do something new with it. Yeah. Um, and I just think it's so refreshing. And, and specifically King's Disease 3, I know it's recency bias, but I feel like maybe the strongest of the three. Yeah. Not taking magic into account. Um, I love it. I, I, I thought it was incredible top to bottom. Just like he's rappy, rappy, rapping. Mm-hmm. It's so good. The beats are incredible. Mm-hmm. Some of the best he's rapped on, which is saying a lot. Yeah. Um, and very uh, um, observant and very, I don't know, like reflective, I think is the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Of his career, of the world. And uh, yeah, I just thought it was, it was well worth a cheers of the week. Heard. Yeah. Um, yeah, I posed the question to, like, in our group chat with Juan. Shout out to Juan, friend of the show. Um, if King's Disease 3, once it released, because this was before it came out, if if it was even good, not great, if it was even just good, what would it do for his legacy? Would he be able to surpass Jay as, like, the consummate number one? Yeah. Best goat all-time best rapper alive right and uh Juan was quick to uh, shut that down by the way <laughs> and he was like no no way because J- Nas's career his mid-career is so spotty yeah that it's hurt his legacy enough that there's not much that he can do to pass Jay at this point because right. Jay's been more consistent mm-hmm. he didn't say it this wordy obviously but that was the point that he made <clears throat> I disagree with that I think that if you, I think their careers are both still ongoing and yeah. as long as they're still current as long as they're still in the game as long as they're still releasing stuff then their legacy is that of everything that they've done before and everything that they continue to do. Yeah. Their legacy doesn't end because they hit a point in our minds where now it's nostalgic and we reflect on their careers because if we were for Nas for me it would have stopped at Godson mm-hmm. and then all of this would have been like post career stuff yeah but 
that just that just that just takes out so many good records. Yeah. And you can't look at Jay and go, look what he did with four 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 and not look at Nas and go, look what he's done with King's Disease one through three. Yeah. You know, you have to take the whole of their careers into account. Yeah. And so for me, I've been struggling with this. I've really been struggling with is Nas the best to ever do it. Yeah. Because in my head, Jay has always been head and shoulders clear, number one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, me too. I, I grew up thinking, I mean, in my heart, knowing that Nas was superior. That yeah. Was, that was my stance <clears throat> from day one. It's like, Jay is this guy who just is kind of above it all, and he's not even really trying. He just flows on stuff, and that's fine, but he's this money cash hose guy. But Nas, Nas is a real rapper. He's, yeah, he is real hip hop, right? You know, mm-hmm. and I had that stance for a very long time, and then the Black album came out, and I was like, <laughs> "I made a mistake. Let me change my tune." <laughs> and then I went back, and I started to understand. You know, I I I did my homework, got into reasonable doubt, and and started to really like, really listen, as opposed to just being like, "Yeah, I know this song's about champagne," and you know being on a yacht or whatnot but <laughs> yeah you know whatnot. listening and, and and appreciating hip-hop for more things than just lyrical content mm-hmm. uh, which jay has you know a lot of as well yeah i'm trying to take that away from him um so i where i sit today right here on this couch on this couch this I, casting couch i do th- <laughs> uh, i do think that jay still has the legacy but this this recent run by Nas definitely tips the scales a little bit yeah you know yeah so if, if we can look back in another 20 years and really evaluate on a flat table you know it may be closer than you think yeah 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 I think if Jay puts out one more album of like four 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 or anything even close. I mean, technically, if you like look at the J Electronic album and you go, yeah, he was just doing his thing on that too. You're yeah, like, yeah, fuck, man, he's just he's one of he's another guy who's just like, how is he still this good right. for this long? Yeah, which I you know I love the fact that we're now getting rappers first of all who live this long. Yeah, but secondly, are still prolific and can still be creative in this field. That yeah has been relegated to you know, 20 year olds for the past 30 years. Yeah. You know, like most of its existence has been, people always say rap is a young man's game. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it really does feel like there's now this, um, sub genre of like, there's always been a sub genre of like adult hip hop, quote unquote, but it's been looked at as corny. And corny. now it's kind of getting into this place where, people are starting to really understand like uh, you, you know all like you keep complaining about rap and that there's not this that like, they're not making music for you and you know you only listen to 90s hip-hop you're mr cool guy i only <laughs> sure. listen to 90s hip-hop yeah. okay well Purist. there is a like a full subset of artists who are in their early to late 30s some guys in their 40s, some guys pushing 50, mm-hmm. and they're still making 
not old school hip hop, like straight up just good music. Yeah. And if you stop viewing it as this thing that has now passed you by and you can't listen to the new guys, but you don't want to listen to the old guys, you want to continue to sit in your time bubble. Yeah. That's on you, but there's like a full, I mean, Run the Jewels, Jay and Nas, the Griselda guys, I mean, all of the, uh, you know, Euro Droog, Mac Hami, Boldy James, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm spacing on, I mean, I, I listen to, there's so many guys, there's yeah. so many guys so and girls, there's men. so many old men, no, a lot of guys are just making like the kind of music that, when I hear people complaining about hip hop, it's like, yeah, but there's there's so many yeah. different artists that you could be listening to that you just choose not to because you don't want to put the work in. When you hear somebody complain about the radio, it's like, for real, bro? What <laughs> yeah. year is it? Right. And I'm I'm not even on some like, oh, you gotta listen to the underground. It's like, what are you talking about? Saying that you listen to the radio ages you. In yeah, <laughs> there's That's... nothing that ages you more. Yeah. Dude, I listened to the radio the other day because my my Bluetooth was messed up in my car. Uh, did I tell you this? The only excuse. I no, you didn't tell me. That. Okay, so I literally turned the radio on in my car from my crib to yours mm-hmm. to do the podcast actually, right. and listened to nothing but ads the entire ride there. Rough. Not I'm not even bullshitting you. Yeah. I was listening, like, one song was at the tail end, and then it was like, and then nothing but commercials for my entire ride. Nice. And then on my way back, silence, because I couldn't do it again. (laughs) (laughs) I just couldn't do it again. And so, yeah, if you're you're still one of these guys who's talking about fucking the radio, it's like, man. My radio. You got got different uh, different problems. Yeah. So, yeah, King's Disease 3 obviously highly recommend need to listen to it um yeah i don't know there's nothing much else to say about it. it's just yeah. like it's, it's an incredible album yeah. 17 tracks one producer no features yeah who else can do that who else can do that it's great it's there's great. only a handful of artists on this planet who are making music who can do 17 songs yeah. by themselves and it'd be a good record even nas at one point couldn't do that yeah it's true. You know? Yeah. So, all right. <clears throat> Our cheers, cheers. True. Cheers. True cheers Kevin to Conroy. Kevin Conroy. Ah, rest in peace. Passed away after a short battle with cancer. Mm-hmm. The quintessential voice of the Batman. Mm-hmm. Obviously, a long storied career on stage radio shows voice acting normal just live action acting um but i mean nothing comes close to what he did as batman true over over 100 credits yeah he did video games movies tv everything everything that they asked him to do uh he was there to do and what's really funny when I when I saw how many credits he actually has as Batman, yeah, made me think about all the other times that Batman uh, made an appearance. Where I'm like, why didn't you just get Kevin Conroy? He yeah. obviously wasn't saying no. Right. Right. <laughs> he was doing yeah. everything that they asked him to do. Do yourself a favor, 
hire Kevin Conroy. Seriously. Please. Can you imagine now? I mean, I, I hate to I hate to frame it this way, but can you imagine like having created or, you know, did your own Batman story and then you got just like, I don't know, some guy to be Batman and Kevin Conroy was just sitting right there like, why yeah. didn't you just ask me? Well, and that's the thing too. That, uh, it's a question that was posed on Twitter is like, we're going to feel his... His uh, the Pat. void of uh, his yeah. absence, yes, in the coming video games and TV shows and movies that come out with Batman without his voice. Because mm-hmm. for me, you know, growing up, anytime it wasn't Kevin Conroy, I was like, well, this isn't canon, yes, you know, yes, it's like, a different Batman if it's not Kevin Conroy immediately, yeah, I'm like that's not Batman, Kevin yeah. Conroy's Batman, yeah, come on now, mm hmm. Like, you know, you, you cheaped out or he didn't want to be a part of this thing. Yeah. So that means I don't really care about it as much. Yeah. You know? Agreed. So it's just, I mean, it, it is such a monumental loss for the character and for media at large mm-hmm. <laughs> to to not have him there anymore. And, um, you know, it's, it's very easy to overlook the voice actors that make up your... I mean your your life, your childhood. <laughs> yeah. But uh <clears throat> yeah, to think about the the full scope of work that he did that he was a part of from the animated series to the Arkham games, like mm-hmm. he, I I said this on Twitter, but he is in my opinion the ultimate Batman. Like he's the best interpretation of Batman. I can't think of a more perfect mix of like heart and scariness yeah. and, and that sort of like deep tenor that he had that was intimidating but could also be really warm and uh, I, I yeah it, it, it's definitely going to leave a hole in, in, in the uh, the future Batman projects mm-hmm. and uh, you know apparently was a great guy in, in, in real life too that's so. what everybody said yeah I mean if he was younger when he started doing the role they could have done a live action with him too. Yeah, you know, sure. I mean, good looking guy enough to to have done just done the movie. Yeah, you know, looked really tall. Yeah, he seemed <laughs> seemed like an imposing figure yeah. if he wanted to be. Sure. I mean, that voice mixed with the height. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Probably couldn't have done the stunts. He seemed like a like a traditional actor, yeah. like a thespian, a, thespian. Uh, a theater. Actor. Yeah, a theater man. Yeah. Incredible voice though. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, it's it's it's. Uh, Man, I, I don't even want to, I mean, what are these, What do you do, you know? you Because here's the thing. There's some iconic characters that get replaced. And uh, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I'll say Mark Hamill, for instance. His Joker is just as iconic as sure. Kevin Conroy's yeah, yeah. Batman. But I will say there are some guys who at least nail an impression of Mark Hamill's Joker. Mm-hmm. It's never... As good, and you can always tell that it ain't Mark Hamill. Yeah. But sometimes you're like, you know what? That was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I want to say not Tony Baker. That's the comedian. <laughs> what the? Who's the something Baker? The voice actor, big voice oh, actor, uh, does a lot Troy, of places. Troy, Troy Baker. Baker. Troy yeah, Baker. Yeah. Troy Baker's Joker. Yeah. Is is really good. Yeah. Um, John John DiMaggio, mm-hmm. the the guy who does a, uh, um. Jake the dog and Bender. Yeah. His yeah, Joker's yeah. actually pretty good. Yeah. I mean, they're different. Sure. But they work within their... But with with 
Kevin Conroy, man. I and mean, it was just like you said, his voice was canon. Every everybody else was like, that's just a guy. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. just a guy. Talented enough. No disrespect to those guys. I'm their interpretations are good, but they're just his his was definitive. Yeah. So it's yeah. I mean, I think if we're thinking of solutions, and I'll leave it at this, you gotta get one guy mm-hmm. and make him Batman. Batman. Yeah. Stop with you can't be a different Batman in this property, on this video game, and this in turn. Like it can't be all over the place. Yeah. You gotta get the one guy right. and let him like take the mantle or the cow. You out of here? Yeah. You don't have to sneak around. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my Oh nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> all right, man. All right. See ya. That was Robin. That's what happens. That's what happens on a on the One Beer and Podcast. Yeah. You know? It's a little behind the scenes magic. Mm-hmm. Anyway. He was the cameraman. The <laughs> <time>. <laughs> yeah. he He's the one who had his dick out. God. <laughs> That's called a callback, baby. It's bad when you, you give a face to the dick. You can't. <laughs> or a dick to the face. Oof. <laughs> Ew. Ow. Mm. Well, that's a fitting <laughs> conclusion to memorial. Rest in peace, Kevin Conroy. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, baby. All right. Let's review these beers and get out of here. Let's do it. All right. Tonight's brew was from Swamphead Brewery. It's their Sun Showers, a session sour ale with uh, papaya. papaya. Papaya and p- p- pineapple. What'd you think, Obi? I love this beer. Mm-hmm. This is maybe Dude, you're my fucking crushing it. Yeah, this is maybe my favorite session I've ever had. Mm. Um, wow, the papaya comes through, the pineapple comes through for me. It's mm-hmm. it is very as you can see, very crushable, very, um, very <clears throat> light. Uh, and I think it's so refreshing to have something like this as a uh, seasonal fall release mm-hmm. to break through all of the pineapple or not pineapple, the pumpkin <laughs> stuff. Um, yeah, I mean it's it it it's great. I love it. Uh, I gotta I gotta do it. I'm gonna give it a six. Wow, I think it's great. It's 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 my now the favorite session. Come here for me. Come here. You gotta get on camera. It's a six. Come here. Come on. Come on. Come on. Oh, he doesn't want to move. <laughs> he doesn't, doesn't want to do move. it. Look at look at. <laughs> Don't do a puppy dog face. Oh <laughs> no! Sorry, Father. No, he's like, is this what you wanted? <laughs> six out of six for the sun showers from uh, Swamp Head. Swamp Head. I'm gonna give it a f- five. I'm gonna give it a five. I. Uh, <clears throat> It's it it's still I don't know, I just don't really just don't really dig fruited beers, obviously. Mm. We don't do a lot of them on the show. Sure. And um and I'm still trying to get into like fruited sours and things like that. And sometimes I have some stuff that like really, really, you know, blows my mind. Like I've had some like Cantillon stuff or some like lambics where I'm like, holy shit, this is delicious. Like sure. some framboise and things like that. But for the most part, <laughs> I'm like not doesn't really do much for me that being said even at the top of the show we were like making a sour 
making a session a sour mm-hmm. is a smart choice because it's light bodied, easy drinking. Yep. And if you are good enough to have those fruit notes come through and still have it be light and easy drinking, yeah. you got yourself a winner. So I think it deserves a six from from your standpoint. Mm-hmm. I think I'm still going to give it a five. Sure, I respect. But that. I, I I think this is a uh, this is a winner. I think they they um, yeah. they, they knocked it out of the park with this. Yeah, it's good. It's it very makes good. it makes perfect sense to have the sweetness of a pineapple and a little bit of sour with the papaya. Yeah, and stuff papaya to to come out and not just be not just taste like a watered down beer, which for me sessions tend to be yeah especially like session ipas not nah, a fan get them out of here not a fan get them out of here so, what's the point yeah very refreshing I, I i enjoy this quite a bit yeah all right well that's a six out of six a perfect score for obi and a five out of six from myself you think we got it i know we got it you think we got it okay well this has been the one beer in podcast for myself marco dupa for adam obesius rodriguez thank you guys for listening drink delicious beer and have yourselves a beautiful evening